count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. It's time for another episode of the Wooten and Why Show. Oh, baby. And we back. Oh, we back. And we back. Back to the back to the original OG. The OG podcast. Man, this intro is long compared to the other intros we've been doing for the punt return. We're so used to jamming out. The DFS from Down Under podcast. But as we said, before the season started, we'd be doing usual episodes sporadically throughout the season. And we decided every quarter of the season we'll just... Pop in and have a little chat about how the season's going, and you can hear our thoughts on teams and games and fantasy every week on on those other two podcasts I just mentioned, uh, the punt return and NFL DFS from Down Under. But this is more just more of a relaxed chat. It's more of a you know get to know us kind of thing. Yeah, just what sit we're down, thinking, take your, take how we're your, feeling. Take your Crocs off, yeah. leave your socks on because socks and Crocs is a great combination. That'd be a great podcast name for a fashion what, socks podcast. and Crocs. Socks and Crocs. Be great fashion pod if anyone would like to. Oh, uh, here I'm trademarking it. <laughs> Trademark it right now. Anyway, what's been happening, man? How's how's your last month been? Before we talk NFL, it's been it's been happening. Anything? Oh, you exciting? mean outside of football? Yeah, just anything yeah. going on. What have you been watching? What have you been reading? Any suggestions on that front? Uh, uh, nah, Netflix is their game is strong. Yeah, Netflix game strong. It's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff on Steam. Better Call Saul is still. I'm a few episodes behind. I've been waiting. I've been stockpiling them. Um, I've got to get. Two of my wisdom teeth taken out, so I'm gonna have a couple of days off in a few weeks. So, oh wow, so got a lot of time to kill. And... <laughs> um, a lot of time to kill. Uh, I'm gonna finish billions and and better call Saul. I've, I've stockpiled a lot of stuff on stand. Cool, cool, cool. cool yeah, so cool, cool, that's cool, all good. Cool, cool. I uh, am being playing a lot of uh, Spider Man on PS4. Wow. I want to give that a shout out, and I hate superhero movies, so that's how good the game is. Wow, it's, it's good. He's a different man. He's moved on, by the way, from FIFA 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been playing FIFA 15 for five years now, or whatever, oh, however many you know years what, it's been out. I still think it's the best it's version weird. of the game. I'll jump on my PS4, and then I'll see who's online, and it just says, Josh playing FIFA 15. I think, <laughs> it's midnight. Who is playing FIFA 15 four years after it was released? <laughs> this guy. That guy. It's awesome, man. I just play seasons. I'm into, like, year five of, like, a... I took like Swin- old Swindon Town. We're in the Premier League now. And, I love it that yeah. Beckham still hasn't retired. In yeah, your game. no, he's awesome. It's <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, Tim Cahill's still playing. Like, it's just it's it's great. Anyway, anyway. Jeez. All right, let's talk uh, some football. Talking tidbits. All right, some NFL. Uh, before we get into like our quarter season summary, I thought just some overwhelming. Issues, I guess, in the game right now. Uh, first one definitely is this insane. I'm going to call it a boom, potentially. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the word for it. Just on offense. Uh, so last year, defense has really dominated. This year, offenses are just absolutely killing it right now. They're posting historic levels of volume and in fish and efficiency. I need. Uh, do we have a dinner? Did I stutter? First one. Uh, so in week four, quarterbacks combined for a collective 9,074 passing yards, which is the first ever week 
in which passes averaged 300 passing yards per team game and notched an average of a 98.2 passer rating through four weeks. Um, so quarterbacks have completed 2,997 passes for 34,238 yards and 227 touchdowns with a passer rating of 94.4 or highs for the past decade. And I saw a tweet from Mike Tenier that if you take Goff and Mahomes out, it's still higher um, over the past decade. So it's not just like two quarterbacks that are elevating it um, through an insane rate. So massive, massive uh, boom. My issue, though, is do you think it's penalties are helping that? We've seen a high historic rate of penalty-induced first downs um, this year. So you, you've got more yards and more points on offense because drives have been extended from a lot of penalties. Hitting the quarterback, that's been a controversial thing. A couple of weeks, Clay Matthews in back-to-back weeks has been uh, been the guy at the forefront. Yeah, I think that that definitely helps it. I also think that you know it was probably the last five years or so there wasn't too many, like there wasn't kind of the depth at rookie quarterback that we've had recently. So there's you know it usually we went through say two a year and we saw them grow kind of thing. But in recent years, we've just seen so many rookie quarterbacks and they've been. All successful. Yeah. So, well, I say successful, but more successful than some yeah. of those other ones. And I think that a part of that is also going to be our next topic as well. So we can kind of merge it all together a little bit. Is even though some we've seen probably some more talented quarterbacks not have as much success, but now you've get coaches that are just putting their quarterbacks in positions to succeed, and you see a lot of these throws where there's no one within anywhere. Like, play design has just been really smart. The Kyle Shanahan's, the Sean McVay's, the Andy Reid's, and the Matt Nagy's are really helping quarterbacks succeed. I don't think Mitch Trubisky is, is infinitely more talented than some of the rookies that have struggled in the past, but he's just in an offense that really helps him thrive. And we're only saying that now because he had a, finally had a really great game, but it was a rough kind of start to the season for him. But now, looking at it, it's... Not that bad. Yeah, and he threw left. Yeah, finally. Crazy. Zoolander. Yeah, I loved that comp for a while. It was it was a fun, sort of fun three-week stretch uh, there. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think that um, your your comment about Trubisky is true. Like, I, I don't know if I'd pick Trubisky over Donald or any of the, the new guys from this year. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think some of these coaches, I'm, I'm not sh- it is difficult to see how how the, these defenses are struggling with all these play, play calling. It's not new play design. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it is smart. I think also the evaluation of the quarterback position from college has gotten a lot better. I think, mm. I think um, you know, scouting departments know what works and what is successful. And, you know, they're not... Um, yeah, they, they they don't risk it nearly as much for some of these quarterbacks in the later rounds and things like that at all anymore. It's all, you know, pretty much if they're not drafted in the top three rounds or maybe maybe fourth. Yep. Um. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be anyone. Exactly. I feel like they're using more analytics as well, which helps, like the thresholds and and all sorts of stuff there that sort of vie into it all. Um. Just doubling back to Clay Matthews, I definitely think that it does help the offense. Like, quarterbacks have a lot less fear now in the pocket. They can stand in and make a lot more throws. And while it certainly boosts offensive numbers, I do think it's a lot more entertaining. I'm enjoying this season a lot more than last season because we don't we haven't lost to Sean Watson and Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck and stuff, touch wood. 
Um, they all seem to be healthy. We've only sort of had one injury there, and it was Jimmy Garoppolo, and all he had to do was just sort of step out. Yeah. Um, which is just so frustrating watching that on replay. Um, it's crazy. I'm not. The helmet rule is slowly starting. Players are slowly starting to adjust to it. Yeah, the preseason was ridiculous, but there hasn't yeah. been that many. Yeah, and it's it's kind of fun. Like, they realized, put your head to the side. Like, yep. rugby league players do it all the time. Yep. I mean, they've been doing it their entire lives. But now, you know, they're not leading with their helmet. That's fine. You can see that it's being adjusted to... I. The biggest thing is the body weight onto the quarterback thing. I really dislike that. I just think that is... Yeah. It's especially difficult considering you can't stop your momentum. If you're going... Yeah, exactly. It's... It's physically impossible, especially for some of these massive guys. Yeah, and we've seen someone get injured trying to stop himself from doing that, yeah. and that's not right either. So I think the balance will get found eventually. Uh, it's just... Surely it needs to... Like, it's easy to distinguish what is... When someone can stop as well. Yeah, and whether or not it's like a drive into the ground or someone has... Just kind of fallen. If you, if you, you know, time your blitz to perfection or you time the snap and you... Beat you know beat the tackle on the outside and you have a clean shot at the quarterback. Yep. If all you can do is kind of line up with them flat like yep. face on, you can't do anything but go through them. Yeah. You can't... I mean, I'd rather run. I'd rather a quarterback or a defender son of run front on and fall on someone than take him high or low and take out his knees. Like, yeah. So I'd rather him fall on top. Like a rib injury is a lot easier to play through. I'd imagine than a knee injury. Yeah. Although Aaron Rodgers says. Sup, guys. I can play on one leg. You you watch. It's gonna. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they wear helmets, pads, and everything in the NFL, and do that. and then <laughs> and but and then this is like this is the concern they have. Yep. With body weight, really. Yeah. And then in rugby league, they don't do the shoulder charge, but the shoulder charge will be legal in the NFL. So if yep. some of these big guys just start shoulder charging, you know, the likes of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and things like that. Wow. Yeah, some big hits. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, week four, I thought cleared the air a little bit. It was a kind of a murky start to the season, which made it fun. There was four draw. There's been there's been four draw, uh, two draws, so four teams with a draw on their record. By the way, so far, I know Philly lost, but that was so close to a third. Yeah, oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> and and the Colts as well. Um, if Frank Reich, um, his fourth down decision, we can talk about it. I guess it's kind of a big issue. Um, this week, I know it's recency mm. bias, especially talking about the first month, but. I like the decision from Frank to go for it. I didn't like the play call, but while Mike Vrabel's being applauded for going for it multiple times on fourth down, because it didn't work, Frank Reich's being, like, I don't know, hung out to dry a little bit. People are calling for him to be fired. I saw one tweet saying it was worse than Chuck Pagano's um, fake punt play where he had Ryan uh, uh, Griff Whalen snapping it. Still don't know what that was. Worse than that. that that's ridiculous. Um this this season for the Colts isn't about wins and losses, I think. It's about culture, changing, getting rid of the Grigson-Pagano era. It's the Ballard-Reich era. That, I think, defines the culture every time and shows trust in your quarterback and your offense. I know it didn't work, but there'll be times where it does work. And I think that win down the stretch would be better for it, you know, next year when the team is better. Um, and, look, you know, just because we didn't miss it doesn't mean we still don't end up in a draw. We could have stopped... Stop that. Everyone's like, it's high is better than draw. But do you know what's better than all of that? A win. Like, that's, for me, that's what I would have done. I, I like the decision from Rock. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with, I think he's taken the mentality a bit from Doug Peterson. Um, I mean, think about how different the Super Bowl would have been if the Philly special didn't come off. Yep. Or and they didn't go for the field goal there yeah. at the end as well. So, you know, 
it, it, it could all go different ways. Like, I don't know how, we never know how much, um, like Doug Peterson or Frank Reich had in the play calling and things like that. It's, you know, you never, we'll never be privy to that kind of information, but, you know, I, I'm totally cool with it, especially the fact that, you know, Titans are somewhat running away with the division. Yeah. And the Colts aren't, you know, in a position to be contending for the Super Bowl. Yep. So it could be the difference not? between picking sixth in the NFL draft or tenth, and I'd rather be picking sixth. So, mm. um, so now it's worked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not too bad. Um, yeah. So week four, I felt like cleared the air a little bit. You know, there's a lot of draws in in teams' records, so everyone was kind of in this pit all together. But I feel like a few things got kind of exposed. Miami, I think, got exposed a little bit. I do think they're better than what we thought at the start of the year. Um, Buffalo crashed back to earth after their upset win over the Vikings. And then Fitzmagic kind of expired as well. Um, and Andrew Luck. And I guess Carson Wentz as well looked back for us, which is good. That's yeah, good. Always Quote, good. unquote, back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything from week four jump out at you that you understand more now? Um, Not so much. I do understand... I I don't understand certain things like from my personal perspective. What Jordan Matthews got cut from everywhere and then comes back in scores a touchdown. Yeah, like weird. I, it's so bizarre. You think <laughs> you think yeah. what? Wow, that to me was yeah. insane. Yeah. If we're doing a, if we're doing a Dundee's uh, awards ceremony, the Don't Forget About Me award <laughs> would be Jordan Matthews. But it, it it's absolutely baffling. You think you look at some of these like looking at. The Patriots, surely they could have done with Jordan Matthews. Yeah. Jordan Matthews looked good. It's weird, hey. Like, it is weird, because he's, like, the perfect receiver for them. And, like, yeah, like, yards after catch, slot receiver. Like, that's Jordan Matthews' game. Bizarre. I really thought that was going to pan out when they signed him. I was, Jordan Matthews, Yeah, I was too. a bit confused by that. All right, let's let's uh, let's get into, I guess it's not a three-point stance. There's multiple points, but we'll just play that. Three-point stance. All right, quarter season summary. All right, favorite game of the year. All right, favorite game. Um, do you already have one locked and loaded in your head? Cause I, I think so, but there's a couple. All right, well, I'm I'm going to pick it just because of the storyline that it was Cleveland's. Cleveland's win. Against the Jets? Yeah. That May- was an amazing Mayfield. game. So the fact that, you know, at the start of the season, you don't look at Cleveland and um, the, the Jets, Jets and think, awesome. Yep. But... Just how much came out of the game. Twitter was explosive that day. Everything was about, you know, Mayfield's the hero. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that it was, was a such good a feel good thing. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, times are looking good for Cleveland at the moment. They, they, they really are. They've got a team that is really competitive on both sides of the ball, even though they're not like, they're not super, super stacked. They've got some quality pieces and they've done things right this season, which they haven't done for the last few years. Yeah. Um, there's been some great games, like the week one Buccaneers oh, yeah, yeah. Saints game was amazing. That was cool. Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick going nuts, like when no one expected it. Wait, but so, um, which was the week that he wore Deshaun's gear? Yeah, that was week two week after two. he beat the Eagles. Yeah. Um, in, yeah, that was, that was an amazing game as well, but I can't go past, um, oh man, there's been some good Falcons it's, games it's as the, well. It's the shootouts that, there's a lot of Saints Falcons overtime game was a classic, but I can't go past Rams Vikings last week. That was good. Um, just because I love aggressive deep down passing in the league. I'm dinking and dunking annoys me. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is funny because Andrew Luck's been doing a lot of that this season, but that's, that's fine. But 
Um, the Rams and Vikings. It's fine when it's in your it's, argument. No, it's, it's <laughs> fine when he's coming back from injury and has no weapons at the moment. So it'll pick up. He was much better last week against the Texans, especially in the second half. But uh, he looked ordinary against Philly. But mind you, Matt Ryan did in the opener as well. They're a tough, tough defense to play at the link. But yeah, Rams, Vikings, Goff and Cousins had just quarterback play that I just oh, I loved. And I watched the replay um, later that, like, few days later, and I just, I was so good. There's some throws from Goff in that game were just stunning. So, um, yeah, I'll go Vikings uh, versus the Rams there. Um, all right, favorite. Wow, by the way, polar opposites of our games. Look at the teams. <laughs> yeah, that's no, crazy. All right, uh, favorite and least favorite team to watch so far this season. You can't pick your own team. That's cool. Uh, I was nearly picked them for least favorite to watch. Oh, silly, yeah. <laughs> the Colts haven't been very pleasant uh, either. Yeah, all right, favorite. Um, I think I'll go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs are just super exciting right now. Yep. They've got all kinds of weapons. Can and we, Mahomes is just. Great. Can we stop calling him Showtime Mahomes though? That, I don't. <laughs> I hate it. It is. Oh, I know you don't, but on the broadcast on Monday, it was atrociously bad. It was. Oh my god. I was like, I, I'll, stop I'll trying to make fetch happen. No, I'll use like you know we're all caught up in Mahomes mania and stuff like that. Yeah, but I the like, fact that he, it's not Showtime's Mahomes or Mahomes show, whatever. It doesn't even make sense. Like it's. Ugh. I liked what you put in the expert preview last week. Yeah, Mahomes Mania or Patrick Pandemonium. Yeah, Patrick but Pandemonium. It's cool, but I don't know if there's... Uh, I Anyone don't think people can that? say that enough. It's, <laughs> Patty a ton, it's, it's It's really hard to say. Um, what about Patty Ice? Patty Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's not. He's not cool. He's just fire. <laughs> yeah. um, I like Kermit as well as a nickname for him, wow. just based off the voice. Um, all right, least favorite team for you. <laughs> least favorite. Mmm... I mean, the Bills aren't exciting. Yeah. The Bills are tough. <laughs> yeah, Bills are tough to watch. They are very tough the to watch. The Bills are tough to watch. Bills are definitely my least favorite team to watch, yeah. so I'm locking them in. Uh, my favorite team to watch, uh, oh, man, it's so hard. It's more because they've just been in great games that I like them. It's frustrating to watch. Like, I'm not even a fan of this team, but I can imagine why fans are just, like, on edge all the time, and they're just so depressed and unhappy, and I feel for them because they're so banged up and injured. But I like watching the Falcons play. I like watching Julio and Matt Ryan and now Calvin Ridley. Um, they get Devontae Freeman back this week as well, which is good. Um, I kind of like the Ravens as well just because I picked them to be really good this year, and they are, so I'm happy about that. But I'll uh, I'll lock in the Falcons in a shock horror here. Most frustrating team to watch? Probably the Chargers, just from a special team's point of mm. view. Again, like just... Mind-numbingly frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, best free agent signing here. Now, Khalil Mack doesn't count because he was a trade. Um, so we have to look elsewhere. Damn. There's not as, like, the free agent class is not as great this year compared to last year. I felt like last year there was a lot of contenders. I'll lock in John Brown. I just think he's had a massive impact on the Ravens' offense, averaging, like, 20 yards a catch at the moment. Um, just outstanding, deep threat. And he's killing it in the red zone as well for them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Best free agent signing. You did. There isn't as many as you know. I, you, I jotted down like six of the best here I could find. You know what? Though? Like the fact that Washington have only played three games. If we see one more game and Adrian Peterson plays great again, that's true. Old boy that, Adrian yeah. Peterson has been playing. Pretty well, I decent. looked through free agencies like signings. I totally forgot about late signings like yeah. Adrian Peterson. That's that's a good one. Um, that's that is a good one. Um, all right, moving on. Best team with a losing record here. Um, and I will note here, so the Falcons, they are 1-3, and three, but according to uh, Football Outsiders today, 
Uh, they rank six in schedule so far in terms of the hardest, but they're going to rank 31st in the rest of their season based on DVOA and 27th based on their preseason ratings in what they call Dave. So even though they're one and three, uh, they could potentially still turn this around despite their injuries on defense. Um, so my my pick is the Falcons. I do think they are the best team with a losing record, but there is some strong contenders because there is a lot of um, teams with a losing record here that have that are pr- still pretty pretty good. I'm going. Um, the I'm the Steelers are one two and one. The- I think the Steelers are bad. Is it just because? Is it? I don't know how much you put it down to Le'Veon Bell and the disruption he caused because he's definitely caused a lot of disruption. Yep. Um, and even with Antonio Brown, there's just unrest in the organization. And I think it, you know, the organization a, could really do with a huge spring clean in yeah, the offseason. I, I think a, a season with a losing record or missing the playoffs could definitely do that. Yeah. To which them. is great for some teams. And, you know, like then you look at the Seahawks and they could be in trouble do for you think, a while. Um, do you think, uh, Tomlin's safe? I do. Yeah. I, I, I do. The more I think about it, like sometimes change is good, but then also it's like, who's better out there? Oh, that's, yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. I don't, I don't yeah. feel like change for the sake of change is always the best way to go. Yep. I think that, you know, like with, same with Pete Carroll. Remember, you know, a few seasons back, Seattle would sign everyone with, you know, some outrageous personality and they'd always say, you know, but Pete can handle that. Yep. Pete can handle those personalities. Look at it now. There's he, pers- yeah, it's, he can't, it's a mess. It's the same with Tomlin. Yeah. Tomlin can handle those personalities, yeah. but sometimes athletes are, you know, they're just flat out divas. And like, while I, re- while I think Bell, Antonio Brown, all those guys are just ridiculously good talents, sometimes you just, you've got to cut. I'm not going to call them a cancer, but yep. you know, they, you, sometimes just you just have to cut top. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that stuff would not stand at the Patriots and things like that, where they would just get rid of them. Only when you have the best tight end of all time, do you tolerate any yeah. ludicrous. Well, we didn't even talk about that. Like he apparently was going to get traded to the Lions and he said, I don't want to play anywhere else. Um, you mentioned Seahawks. There's some stories from former players, including like Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett and plus like that saying that Russell Wilson was treated way differently and, Pete Carroll kind of cotton-walled him a little bit, which is another insane story. So that that is crazy. He does um, come across a little bit soft. He does. Um, he comes across fake. I mean, I like watching him play. People think that I hate Russell Wilson he's as a, a player. Good, he's a great, good, he's a good, good football good player. Um, I don't want him to because the luck Russell Wilson debates are always really fun. But man, he's a good player and he's had a better career than than um, Andrew Luck to date. Obviously. Um, by the way, so what's your Best team with a losing record. So Steelers are one, two, and one. Colts and Texans are one and three. How about the Vikings? Vikings are one, two, and one. Yeah, solid. Um, all right, so we've got Vikings and uh, the Falcons there. All right, the worst team with a winning record. I think we might be in unison here. Okay, who are we? Who are we going with? I think the probably the Tennessee Titans. Don't think the Dolphins. I think they're better than. No, they deserve credit. They really do deserve credit because they were written off by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, the Titans definitely are backed up by some stats here. So Cincinnati is seventh in DVOA and three and one right now, despite having the ninth toughest schedule in the league so far. Only two teams with top 10 schedules so far have winning records, Cincinnati and Tennessee. But they're ranked 22 in DVOA, far below any other team with a winning record. So the Titans are definitely uh, the worst team with a winning record, but I'd also give an honorable mention to the Dolphins at this point, just because they were so bad against the Patriots. But it's hard to win in Foxborough. 
So, sure. As we know, um, so that home field advantage in the <laughs> AFC. Well, I mean, we don't know personally. No, I, I know personally. Um, anyway, all right, best offense in the NFL. It's easy to say the Chiefs. Um, you know, they're the first team in NFL history to start four and zero after allowing at least twenty three points in each game. That's how good their offense is. Mm-hmm. Being it just doesn't really matter how many points the other team scores. Yep. Um, are they your are they your tip for offense? Yeah. Saying that though, the, the Rams look really well rounded against the Vikings. Yep. Um, just so many good receivers across the board. Um, yeah, Cooks. I mean, I, Robert I, Woods is your worst receiver. Yeah, and like he's a gun. It's weird. Like I always like avoided Robert Woods in fantasy because I'm just like Brandon Cooks is there now. Even I don't know. This yeah, I was, I was just like, like eh. it was like I don't know if an offense can handle three receivers. I don't want a piece of that. I'd rather just own Goff and Gurley. But it feels like there's going to be enough production there for all five of them to just be successful. I know. I felt like that like two seasons ago or three seasons ago when you had Jordy Nelson Cobb. Everyone just, he was feeding everyone possible. Yeah, it, it is incredible um, how good that offense is. And the Saints still just absolutely killing it. Breeze is throwing at an insane completion percentage right now. Uh, they're 3-1, two two. and one, I think, three the Saints. So uh, let's have a quick squeeze. It's hard to keep up with it all. 3-1. Yep, they're 3-1 and one going good here. An overtime win definitely helped that uh, them from falling to 2-2 two and two there. Um, but yeah, I think the Saints definitely deserve an honorable mention. I know the Falcons are one and four, but their offense has been killing it. Their just defense is just so bad. But yeah, definitely hard to go past the Chiefs and the Rams. I think the, at this point. I think the Saints defense really needs to pick it up. Uh, the Rams as well are just insane um, offense, and we'll get to that in a little bit later on. Uh, best defense in the NFL uh, right now: the gap between Chicago. And the rest of the league's defense is over 10 percentage points in DVOA, which is a massive, massive gap. So the analytics suggest the, the Bears. Bears' defense is the best in the NFL right now. And when you watch them, they look like a defense that you're actually worried about. Where your other ones you see, there's certain players, you know, avoid that cornerback, you know, get rid of the ball quickly against this front seven or whatever like that. But the Bears look well-rounded, really solid across everywhere. Yep. And... God, Gruden must be kicking himself. <laughs> he must. Oh. He that's definitely the worst off season off season decision. Oh, it's ridiculous. It, it is, and he keeps coming out saying, "Oh, it's hard to rush the passer, hard to find a consistent pass rusher." While Khalil Mack's just gone four straight games with a sack, a forced fumble. Um, yeah, it's just in a fumble. Recovery. He comes across yeah. so so stupid. Oh, whatever. it's ridiculous. Uh, it's fun. I enjoy having Gruden here. I think. Uh, the kind of the new. I don't bro- hate Gruden either. Like, it's. I don't hate him. I think I'd love to hate him because he's kind of like a cartoon character as a head coach. Like, it's almost laughable some of the stuff he does. But it's like, that's Gruden. Yeah. It, it... I know. I, to be honest, he's too too out there and flamboyant for me. Like, I would not want him as my own team's head coach. I like I like the understated coaches that you know keep to themselves, just game plan that kind yep. of thing. That's my kind of coach. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're definitely on the Bears as the best defense. But a, a shout out to the Ravens as well, who are also having a good season defensively. And they get Jimmy Smith back this week, mm-hmm. who's a, a really good corner. So they've got lots of depth there. Consistent across the board. I'm trying to work out who's second in DVOA defense at this point, just to see. Uh, the Jags just flying under the radar defensively. Um, and then Cleveland up there at fourth. But nice. Where are the off- Jets? Are the Jets... Jets are pretty good. Let's have a look. Yeah, the Jets are fifth. There you go. There you go. Good job, Jets. Well done. All focus on Donald and the defense is killing it with. Well, yeah, that was a good acquisition, actually. Henry Anderson from the Colts mm-hmm. playing oh, really, really Henry well. Henry Anderson Jets. is just 
solid player. Yeah, he didn't fit our new scheme, so I'm glad he's like found a place that actually suits him really well. He's getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. All right, um, so we've done offense and defense, best and worst. Let's get to MVP. Um, who is your MVP right now at the quarter pole? Um, I don't think it can go past Mahomes, considering he's setting records every week. Paddy Ice. Paddy Ice. <laughs> it's not going to stick. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to make it work. Um, I'm going to lock in Jared Goff for now. I just think he's been better over the f- four weeks. Mahomes kind of had a... Although he was awesome, had a left-handed pass and was avoiding pressure and rushing it in I'm on the game. against the Broncos. Yeah, I just think Goff is just... Hey, mate, first game in prime time. You've got to cut him some slack. Yeah, true. Um, you know, under the Showtime lights, he's Showtime Mahomes, isn't he? Oh, God, I cringe. I don't like how I listen to that. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. We just talked about how yeah, good yeah. Khalil yeah, Mack is. Yeah. Uh, who would be second? It's tough um, right now, right? It's There's a lot of J.J. Watts up there. Miles Garrett is up there. Yeah, I'd probably go Garrett. Because yeah. Garrett's also, um, you know, you always root for those players on poor teams that, you know, keep coming up every week. It was the same, you had the same feeling for Joe Thomas, even though, I, like, I'm not talking about defensive side with Joe Thomas. Yep. He was just that player that everyone respected playing well every single year on a poor team. And I think it's the same with Miles Garrett. Yeah, definitely. Um, also mentioned Demarcus Lawrence. He's having a pretty good season mm-hmm. as well for the Cowboys. Um, all right, rookies of the year offense. Again, bad team. <laughs> yeah, true. Offense and defensive rookies of the year. Who have you, who have you thought about for this? Rookies is a weird class. Like Mayfield and Donald have been pretty solid. Mayfield obviously has a much higher ceiling, I think, than Donald just this yeah. season, just because of the talent around him and all that sort of stuff. But Calvin Ridley's had six touchdowns. Which is insane, considering Julio has had... Like that over the last like 24 <laughs> games or whatever. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. It it's hard to pick a, a, an offensive rookie. Year. No one's kind of running away with it yet. I feel like it's pretty open. Yeah, last last year it was all Kareem Hunt and you know which and Alvin Kamara and which running back's going to get it. But then this season's back to the traditional quarterback kind of thing. I would love Philip Lindsay to just run away with it, given the Giants were so dumb in drafting a running back at second overall. As look, Barkley's fine. Like the issue was never that Barkley's not a good player. It was more the value. It was yeah, and it was more their needs and you know their future. Yeah. Um, it's been since 2015, the Giants have scored 30 points, but they keep rolling out Eli Manning. Um, and, you know, one thing I said it last year, like, yes, it was kind of dumb to bench Eli last year in the way they did and that he deserved more respect in the way that he was benched, yep. but they were still making the right decision. They needed to alert him that his job isn't necessarily guaranteed. Yeah. And you see the way they, the way they did it in Baltimore, far smarter. Getting getting Jackson in there and look, it's lit a fuse up under Joe Flacco yeah. and Joe Flacco's balling. Exactly, but you're still like it's not a wasted pick because Lamar's still going to be fine. Like if you keep developing him, like it's not going to be a wasted pick. And the other thing is that Lamar and Joe Flacco are so different, right? In the way they play, like Joe Flacco is not going to learn how to run faster like Jackson, but Jackson can definitely pick up exactly. tips and pointers yep. from Flacco in like clutch games and things because we know he can do it and we know you know he can improve his deep ball if he gets some pointers from the, Joe. The Giants really should have drafted Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen at second overall. Um, imagine the team they would like they'd be a, if yeah. Like you could have had Darnold throwing to Odell Beckham for the next decade or Josh Rosen throwing to Odell Beckham for the next decade. That that puts bums on seats. Like it might not win you many games this year but like 
even drafting Barkley, like you don't have a good O line, so it's not he's not winning you games this year. He's still been fine, but like running the ball has not been efficient at all. He's been better as a pass catcher. True. Even like think about how many people kicked up a stink and said, "Wow, the Bears gave away so much to get." Mitch Trubisky, right? And yes, while we said that, like, you know, we don't think that he is, um, you know, we would pick someone like Donald this season over, like, Trubisky or whatever yep. like that. We don't see too much um, uh, difference between the two. Yep. The importance of, you know, a quarterback, it just shows that, like, you know, Eli, they should... Like, you didn't, you, the Giants you didn't, didn't have to, to give up anything. You're there to pick something. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just picked someone without giving up, like... Eagles sold the farm for Wentz, but it worked out. You know, yeah. like the Bears didn't sell much. That of the farm. year was different. Goff yeah. and Wentz were kind of clearly seen as the two guys, and there was no yeah. one else. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, ah, oh, oh, well, um, definitely think oh, Mayfield. That's, sorry, that's that's another thing. You know how you were just mentioning before how it's the Luck and Wilson thing. Yep. Yeah. No one really talks about Goff and Wentz going head-to-head. It's too head early to head. yet at the moment. But, yeah, but it's not like yeah. even a thing. They're not yeah. like really comparing each other. That. Look at these two teams go at it. Mm. It's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Hopefully a rivalry builds. That'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably lock in. Uh, right now, I'd say maybe Ridley is Rookie of the Year. Like six mm-hmm. touchdowns. I don't know. It's hard to... I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Mayfield right. still did win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, Defensive Rookie of the Year. There's a lot of... The defensive players are much, much better. Derwin James, Denzel Ward, uh, my guy Darius Leonard, the linebacker, leads the league in tackles, has had four sacks, plenty of forced fumble and fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to lock in Leonard. I'm going to be a homer here and say Darius Leonard. But he's been, he was one of the like most surprising early day two picks. People are like, what? A linebacker from South Carolina State, and he's absolutely killing it in the NFL. It's awesome. Yeah, that's mad. Um, yeah, I might go with Ward. I think the, I think. They they were a little bit worried, um, you know, drafting another corner that high after they. Uh, who was it? Ju- Justin uh, who Gilbert. Was it? Yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. Oh he was God. he was a he was a draft bust, and I, you could tell there was a little bit of hesitance, you know, drafting another corner. But yeah. Denzel Ward looks good. Yep. Um, all right, best team in the AFC. It's tough. Yeah, and I'm not willing to write off the Patriots yet. <laughs> no, exactly. They get Edelman back. Yeah, getting Edelman back. And Josh Sony Michelle is like coming through. He's looking yeah, good. We love, we like Sony Michelle. Yeah. Um, he's a great player. I still think, you know what? They probably are still the best team. Pats, yeah. Pats are the best team. It's Chiefs, Chiefs are off. good. Chiefs are really good. They're good, but they're bad. Their defense is Awful. They're ranked 30th in DVOA pass defense and 32nd in rush defense. Like, they can't stop anything. Yeah, and they, 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 like, just ask Drew Brees. It doesn't work. It's too hard. You can only carry that so far. I mean, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl with his Chiefs defense, like, I'm just putting him in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> what do you mean, the Hall of Fame? Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, I'd say the Ravens. I just think they're so well balanced. Like, special teams are so good. Tucker is, is the best kicker in the league. Um, Sam Cook is a good punter, and then they've got insane balance on defense in stopping the run and the pass, which so many teams cannot stop the pass in the NFL right now, as we said at the top of the show. And then Flacco, I mean, like he's not like an MVP candidate or anything, but he's like above average quarterback, which is what you needed from him. He hasn't been that in what four years. Like he's been sort of bottom five as in the starting quarterbacks. Now he's probably borderline top fifteen mm-hmm. at the moment. And then yeah, I think. If they start giving Alex Collins the ball more as well, I think they'll have a better run game as well. Yep. 
I agree. Yeah. Um, best team in the NFC. Um, we mentioned the Rams earlier. Um, so in terms of their offense, if you adjust for opponents and the current extreme pass-friendly nature of the NFL in 2018, the Rams now qualify as the, one of the 10 best offenses football outsiders has ever tracked through four games. Their week four win over Minnesota had the best single-game offensive DVOA of the year at 88.9%. So top 10 through four games. So f- from a f- any four-game stretch, um, the Rams are in the top 10 there um, all-time from uh, football outsiders DVOA, which is pretty crazy. And then you've got Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. And, and I know they're missing Tlaib and Marcus Peters for a little bit, but Tlaib will be back for the playoffs. Which is so, insane. Yeah. Seriously. And Sam Shields. I don't know how great they, signing. I don't know how they fit everyone in it's under ridiculous. that salary cap. Um, if we're not saying the Rams, who is who's the second best team in the NFC? It's hard when you look at it. I know you're a big fan of the Redskins, but it's hard. They've only played oh, three no. games at the moment. It's hard to... Man, the Bears are an Aaron Rodgers freakish comeback away from being 4-0, but at the same time, Trubisky's been bad in three quarters of the games. You know what? This season, NFC isn't looking that great, but at the same time... It's it's hard to get a read on all these teams. Washington yep. have looked okay, but then like it is hard they were to get bad a read. against the Colts, like really bad against the Colts. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's hard to get a read on anyone. I still think you know the Vikings are one and two, but they'll be fine. Yep. I still Philly are two and two. I think they'll be fine. I, I think the Saints are probably the second best team in the NFC right now, just because yeah. I, I. But it's the same thing. Their defense I, I is know, but poor. I think they. I don't think their defense is going to be as good as it was over that H game stretch last season, which when you. Look back at the quarterbacks they faced, got heavily overrated, and we saw that in the playoffs when they leaked a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But even if they can just be a top 20 defense with their offense, they should be fine. All right. Um, I don't know. That's that's me. I, I agree. I think the Vikings, like, they only lost by seven to the to the Rams, despite leaking all those yards and, and points. So, um, All right. Uh, worst team in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. This is pretty easy. Uh, we went back to our least favorite team to watch. I think it's pretty obvious. It's the Buffalo Bills. So even if you take out their worst two games this season, Buffalo would still have one of the two worst offenses um, in the league. Um, Buffalo is slightly above average on both defense and special teams this year, but the offense has been so horrendous that the Bills are in last place overall in DVOA by over 20 percentage points, which is insane. Uh, Any guess who's the second worst team in DVOA so far through four weeks? The Cowboys. No, no. <laughs> They're 24th. Uh, it's Arizona. But yeah. um, the gap between Buffalo and Arizona is 20%, but then the rest, like, the gap between Arizona and, and Dallas is another 20%, and you've got eight teams in there. So, Damn. Like, that's just how bad Buffalo have been. Um, all right. Updated, play- fans. updated playoff teams and predictions. I don't think we'll go into all that, but let's um, do what we did every week last year and, and uh, make some Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl picks. We were going to Disneyland. <laughs> oh my god! All right, updated Super Bowl. Wow, picks. this is you know what we've only got like four chances this year. Yeah, it's, no. not, it's not the same. Oh, I'm still going really dickish with mine and having a joke. So, oh um, really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've got three other chances to nail it. All right, fair enough. My teams aren't going to be jokes. Like they could realistically happen, but I'm going to have a spin on it. All right. Um, I'm going Rams. Yep, I'm going Rams from the NFC and from AFC. I will. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Pats. I'm gonna go my, the two best teams that I mentioned before. The Pats and the Rams. Okay, that would be a great. That, that would be 
an amazing you reckon? Well. Um, I'm just trying to find our uh, document from the start of the season to see who we... Uh... You know what, though? I'd love it if the Bengals made it. Really? That'd I'd be l- fun. I would love it. Red Rifle at Media Day? Well. Um, okay, so you I had... wouldn't want to see Perfect at Media Day. You had the Saints beating the Steelers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now you think the Steelers are terrible. Mate, the Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, you had Saints and Vikings as your NFC Championship game and Steelers and Patriots as your... Um... By the way, Khalil Mack was your Defensive Player of the Year pick. Well done. Thanks. Um, okay, I had Falcons at Chargers. <laughs> um, I immediately regretted my Falcons pick um, after Keanu Neal tore his ACL and I feel terrible about it. I blame myself for it. Um, but I'm going to go, um, for my Super Bowl pick, I'm going to go the Saints versus the Patriots. And I'm going to say that Drew Brees gets injured in divisional round. Teddy Bridgewater comes in. And then beats, and the backup wins again. I swear and, you've told me this I scenario. Know, I haven't said it on air. And <laughs> for the second year in a row, a backup quarterback dethrones the Patriots. And Tom Brady just cannot handle losing to Nick Foles and Teddy Bridgewater Wait, the, in back-to-back the, years, and he walks off into the sunset forever <laughs> and never to be seen again. Who's the backup for the Rams? Uh, that is a good. <laughs> it should be Johnny Hecker at this point. Um, let's have a look. Um, it is. It's an interesting one. I feel like you just. You never know. You just never, never, never know. Uh, the Do backup you know? for the Rams is. Ugh, Sean Mannion. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that is disgusting. I thought they cut him. That's why I was going to say him. But God. I can't believe Sean Mannion's still playing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, all right, so that's my Super Bowl pick is Teddy Bridgewater um, beats the Patriots for the Saints in the Super Bowl. And the people of New York rejoice and celebrate because they traded Teddy Bridgewater to the Saints. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a division gut punch from them. Um, and then after the post-Brady world, the Jets ruled the division through Sam Darnold. That is cool. Yeah. All right, um, that's. I think that's it. I think covered everything. Um, anything? Any final thoughts on the first quarter of the season? No, it's a little confusing. Um, it's fun though. I reckon it's best starts the season in a long time. Yeah, it is. It is exciting. Um, some of these rules are a little, you know, need a little bit of fine tuning, or yeah. maybe just understanding or something. But you know, hopefully by season's end, it's all good. Yeah, and good to see uh, Eric Reed get signed. For the Panthers now, just Kappa. Yeah, I, yeah, that's not going to happen. Unfortunately, happen. it sucks, but uh, it would be cool. Um, the Nike ad that happened in the first month of the season that was awesome. Yep. Um, so good on Kaepernick for that. That's cool. So, yeah. What do you reckon he's know. got a chance of his lawsuit or what? All he has to prove is two teams or one team in the league colluded against him out of thirty-two. It's interesting. Who knows? Yeah. Um, obviously I want him to win because he could just use that money a lot for charities and stuff, keep doing his work. So that'd be all right. But it would be an ugly, ugly day in the NFL if it is found. I mean, I just in for the most, um, chaos, I guess. Yeah. As an, you know, NFL anarchist. Just, want, just the more anarchy, the better. Entertainment. Yeah. I just want the, the timeline to be lit, yo, you know? Lit, yo. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Said that. All go right. Back to, go back to playing Spider-Man. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, all right, man. Um, that wraps up everything. So, yeah, talk to you in four weeks. Yeah, we'll see you guys again in four weeks. As we always say, you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. You can follow me at This Is Woot. And you can listen to us every week on the Punt Return and the DFS Down Under podcast talking NFL for DraftKings, Moneyball, and Draft Stars. And yeah, check us out on Facebook, The Woot and Wise Show, and check out all of our work on Stats Insider and Fantasy Insider as well. Cool beans. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to another installment of the Wooten Y Show. Check out previous episodes at WootenY.com and on iTunes. And follow each of the boys on Twitter at This Is Woot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Woot and Y.